Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Saved and Such. And today I'm Ray Victoria and taking over with my sister, Tayana Elise. Hey sister. Hey. <laughs> hey right, you wanna drop your socials? My name is Tayani Elise. Um, you can follow me on TikTok and Instagram at um, Tayani Elise, T Y A N N A E L L I S S E. Okay. All right, let's start with a mental health check and how you feeling mentally, physically, and spiritually? I'm feeling great. I think God's taking me through the transition process right now, but you know, I'm okay. rolling with the punches. <laughs> so, on a scale of one to ten, what would you rate it? Um, I would say, I would say like an eight. Okay, that's eight. that's good. Yeah, that's cool. What's keeping you from a ten? I think, like I said, I'm going through a transition right now, so I feel like, um, you know, when things are being thrown your way, so it's kind of hard, you know. It's kind of hard to keep your spirits up, but you try to do your best, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. I think for me, I'm at about a eight and a half. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's good. So we're kind of in the same, in the same, same boat. boat. Same I think boat. I'm only excited because my birthday coming up. Woo! But yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So my first question is, man, before we get there, um, just tell us like a little bit of what you do. I know that you're a model. I know you're a business owner, entrepreneur. Yeah. run through some of the things that you do. Okay, so I am a content creator, so I do motivational speaking for mm-hmm. women. I also have my own marketing company, so I help small businesses and content creators grow on social media. So I offer marketing consultations, um, and then I'm also a model, like Marae said. So Period. catch me in next New York Fashion Week. <laughs> yeah, a little birdie told me you had a, a book out on Amazon. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, it's, it's supposed to help small business owners, like, <clears throat> develop a solid marketing plan. Because a lot of times people are just throwing marketing and content out there, mm-hmm. but it helps you actually develop a strategy. So catch that on there. And it's called Queen of... Um, it's called Eight Steps to oh, Grow, okay. a, a Develop a Marketing Strategy. Okay. So what was the first book, Queen of Trades? No, that was a journal. So, oh. yeah. Because I think journaling is so important. Um, yeah, so that's what yeah. Oh, look. See, that's, that's how see, you I know. know. She, I she's know. so important. <laughs> um, okay. So how did you develop yourself as a model? Like, where did you start? Where are you looking to go in the future? Um, so I started, oh, in high school. So I, I went to Carver, mm-hmm. um, the performing arts school mm-hmm. and they had like fashion shows and they were really big so I started modeling there and then in high school I did modeling I mean in college I did modeling and I was actually the queen of she sure was models of distinction Miss Belladonna okay <laughs> and then um I also did um Models Inc in DC which is mm-hmm. another big modeling organization and from there I moved to New York, took a leap of faith of God, and I did New York Fashion Week and stuff there. You lit. <laughs> you lit. That's good, though. Um, how did you define your walk with God? I know you said you moved to New York on a leap of faith. So how did that, or if that, how did that develop your relationship with God or refine it? That was actually, that actually sparked my relationship with God. Because you know how everyone says, oh, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. Right. But it wasn't till. I got a job opportunity, and I actually did a whole YouTube video on this, but I, did, I took all my videos down. But where I had this job opportunity when I went to New York, but God told me not to take it. I don't know. Do y'all listen to prophets and stuff yeah. like that? So a prophet told me not to take it. And when I told my family, like, they thought I was psycho. They were like, I had just signed my lease, all this stuff. I'm like, but he's telling me not to take it. So I didn't take it, and then a week later, I met this woman, mm-hmm. and um yeah, so I met this woman, and then she said she needed a virtual assistant. And I'm like, 
I could be a virtual assistant. <clears throat> so it kind of, that was the first time I really had to take a leap of faith mm-hmm. where walk by faith and not by sight. So that really built, built my that's, relationship. That's really, yeah, really hard to that do. That was crazy. That's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. I, um, I went to a profit too in L.A. Uh-huh. And he didn't tell me not to take a job. But <laughs> <laughs> um, he said some very crazy stuff. And I, I it's kind of unfolding. So Yeah. Yeah. I hope. Well, it sounds like whatever he said or whatever he was, God was leading him to say was set up for you. Right. Wait, so, so. Do you, when you went to the prophet, do you feel like, like, how was that experience and stuff like that? Well, it was, it was good. I, I was a little like, eh, I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah. But when he started telling me about my life, mm-hmm. I didn't know him. He was in L.A. Yeah. So when he started telling me about my, about my life and who I'm around and, he wasn't name dropping, but he was so specific. Yeah. And he was telling me that God was going to take me into a place of um, higher prosperity within the you know next couple of years. Yeah. And that was almost two years ago. And he told me that what God is going to do through me is going to cause me to be able to pick pieces of other people's puzzles and put them together and wow. bring them to the place God called them to be. And then, like, shortly after that is how I found mental health and psychology. Right. And I remember so, when you made that transition and you were telling me about that. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't because of me. <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> but speaking on mental health, how do you, what do you do to maintain mental health, your physical health as a model? And, like, you know, just, it can be hard modeling and, you know, with all this body image stuff out, um, body dysmorphia and just things like that. Like, how do you maintain your mental health while being a model? Um, I feel like the modeling industry is changing. So, like, there was, like, when I was in New York Fashion Week um, mm-hmm. this past September, um, I felt like there was a time where a designer wanted to put me in a dress and I couldn't fit in it. And that kind of sucked because I was like, dang. And it was, like, one of my favorite dresses out of the collection. So that yeah. sucked. But then they still love my look, so they just found something else for me. So mm-hmm. I do feel like there are some designers that are sticking to traditional ways, but then you still have newer designers that are open to, you know, mm-hmm. models that aren't the size two, two or zero. zero right. You know? So it's, it's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you know. Okay. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I had a similar experience when I did New York Fashion Week. Um, this was back in 2020. Um, they basically said I was plus size. Really? <laughs> right. And you'd be looking at yourself like, really? <laughs> so, yeah, I know I know it can be challenging. Um, like, just looking at yourself and, you know, wanting to be a part of something, but they see something different than what you see when you look in the mirror. Right. So what are some things that you do to maintain your mental health um, in the industry with work, with being a business owner? Because I know being an entrepreneur is tough. It's um, tough. Um, honestly, let's see. I actually need to get better with it, but I think honestly, just praying, reading my Bible, because I feel I, what I've learned is a lot of times the Bible story that I'm reading at the time aligns with what, what I'm going, going through. through. So, or sometimes I'll read a scripture and then like a video will pop up on YouTube, and the pastor is talking about the scripture I was just reading. So a lot of times I really do think God's word is really what gets me through. But then also my boyfriend, like he's also a great support system. Mm-hmm. So it's great having someone in your corner that supports you and is trying to help you win. <laughs> you like, excuse Sad me. That is that, huh? <laughs> I agree. How about you? God is definitely like the end all to be all. Mm-hmm. Like, wouldn't be here without him. Right. Like, exactly. still standing. Life is hard. Like, life be life and it's kind of crazy. But I don't know. God just, all I can say is God keep me. God Literally. provides. Like, 
That's all I can say is God provides. And it's crazy how intentional he is and how he kind of just lays thing lays things out for you and just sets it up so that it works perfectly. Like exactly. even when you feel like things aren't going your way or things just can't get better, they just fall in line. Right. Like one of the things I learned though is like when <clears throat> things are falling apart, it's like to learn the lesson. Yeah. So like I know that if it's falling apart, it's for it's for my good. So mm-hmm. a lot of times when things are going wrong, I'm like, okay, why is this happening to me? What do I need to learn from this? Because once you learn the lesson, you kind of move to the next level. That's kind of mm-hmm. how I look at life. So, yeah, you you hit the nail on the head. So um, you said you had a boyfriend. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's talk about it. So how is that with um, – how is dating, like, as a model? I know that can be tough. Um, yeah. You know, like, even dating with – as a godly woman or, like, yeah. trying to walk the narrow path? Like, how is dating when it comes to that? Um, Not it, to get too personal. No, it's okay. No. <laughs> um, dating, it's, it's a little different because, well, okay, it's better in some ways because I feel like before when I was dating, I, was, I didn't really have standards mm-hmm. or I didn't really, like, my self-worth wasn't there. But mm-hmm. when I took a break from dating, like, for a year with God, I really learned myself. I took, guys, let me tell y'all. Like, work on yourself before you get into a relationship. Because whatever triggers and stuff you have, it's going to pop back up in that relationship. Even lying. when you think you healed, let me tell you, them triggers going to pop back up when you get in your relationship. Them triggers be triggering. <laughs> no, honestly. Like, I thought I was healed until I got into a relationship. But, um, yeah, so I will say my values and stuff, I'm really big on, like, what I believe in. Before, I didn't really... Not that I didn't care if a man was Christian or not. Obviously, I care, but... I. Now I want a man who's really has a relationship with God mm-hmm. because if you are supposed to be leading me, but God's not leading you, you could lead me what? into a ditch. So, so that was like one of the big things in my relationship where he was a Christian, but like we kind of been on this journey together. Mm-hmm. So, cause I like making sure that God is the center. I like what you just said. I need you to say that again. <laughs> if God is leading me or what did you say? If, if God's not, well, God is not leading him. How can he How lead can you? he lead me? Because if God's not leading him, he could be leading me into a ditch. Yeah. So that's another thing. I saw this thing on TikTok. <laughs> this girl said submissiveness is for a God fearing man. What do y'all think about that? Because they were, because like, how can you expect a woman to be submissive to you in a way, but you you aren't being led properly? So where are you leading her? So what do you think about that? I've had people ask me this question, or no, not even ask me this question, but I've had people tell me, like, I want you to submit, or, like, I want a submissive woman, da 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 And I'm like, what am I submitting to? Exactly. Like, really think about it. What mm-hmm. am I submitting to? What am I submitting myself to? Does sometimes to other people or to, like, men who aren't God-fearing submission looks like lowering your, lowering your standards or your values and your morals, exactly. letting go of some of the things that, you know, you had sat in stone to keep you on a path of God just to please and submit to them. Right. So, yeah, I think in order for me to submit, and submission is not something that I have to do. It's something I naturally do mm-hmm. when it's the right the person. right person. So, yeah. if I ain't submitting to you, clearly you ain't the right person. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, but let's be real. There are some women, it, submission is hard because I also have abandonment issues. Yeah. So, as someone with abandonment issues, I am deep, like... Sometimes it's hard for me to release control mm-hmm. because, well, look, this took a lot of therapy, y'all. But <laughs> it's hard for me to release control because 
when it comes to having a parent, one of the biggest things in your life, I didn't have control over that. So now in all my relationships, I'm always trying to have control. So I do realize that it's hard for some women, but I do think having a man that's a great communicator plays a big role in putting you at at ease, which I learned a lot of men aren't really good with communication because their environment kind of teaches them mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. not to show their feelings and stuff like that. So that was a work in progress, too, in my relationship. Same. Like like you said, I had to have my own healing journey mm-hmm. where I <clears throat> had to sit with myself, sit with myself and God and just come to terms with who I am and who I want to be. Yeah. And or who God wants me to be. Um and so I, I definitely got stronger in my faith, and I also got stronger like with myself and my values and not lowering my standards. Mm-hmm. But it took a lot of hard work because I, too, have abandonment issues. Right. And it's Joseph M. Wanted with the Constitutionalist Politics. Tune in for the upcoming episode for May 4. Issue, never the issue, as well as, yes, Peter Serafin. Rosemary Downer, Don Gallade, Gista the Rapper, Cy Young, Jason Perry, and upcoming Jack Hagar, Andrew Thorpe King, Trent Rock, Ed Temple, Chris Morehouse, and more. Please tune in to Constitutionalist Politics. God bless. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Wait, did yeah. I know this? Oh, I don't no. think you did, but oh my god, you know, that's not something I just say like, "Hey, y'all, I got a man of issues." I know, but we be talking, you know, like <laughs> it was okay. But yeah, um, I I do, and it's you know when you lose a parent, like there's just a hole that's there that probably won't get filled mm-hmm. unless it's with God. And so, like, I was kind of not to sound cliche, but just looking for love in all the wrong places and for all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just wanted somebody to make me feel like loved, right. and so. Because of that, I was very clingy, very like, I need you. I want you. got to be near me. I can't let right. you go. So I was just, it was That's crazy. And crazy. so I had to really sit with myself. Um, and it was after my breakup. I had to sit with myself, sit with God, and just allow him to do whatever he was going to do. Right. And I'm not saying that I'm 100% healed yet, but I am working toward being better and to even knowing like my triggers and things like that when it comes to the abandonment issues and right. how I can fix that. That, no, I relate yeah. to that on so many levels. <laughs> it's crazy because when you when you just like allow God to just do whatever He's gonna do, and it really comes from you just sitting down. Like we just have so many plans for ourselves and so many things we want to do, but God is like, "That's not what I have for you. Right. Let me let me show you what I have for you and how big it is. You like you can't even see it, but it's so big." Yeah, sometimes we think it's small. You need to be thinking big. Think big. <laughs> um. So I know you have a series on Instagram called 23 Things I Wish I Knew Before 23. Yes. I'm not going to tell you to drop 23 things. Maybe just drop five little gems <laughs> for us. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Um, learn the power of gratitude. That's mm. one. Because sometimes you're asking for more and God's not giving you more because you aren't even grateful for what he's already giving you. Say that. Two. Hold on. Somebody told me that, I don't know who told me this, but they said, um gratitude is the highest form of praise or one of the highest. I know how Lulu is one of the highest forms of praise too, but they were saying that that's the highest expression of praise. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either, but it sat with me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because you have to be grateful. Mm -hmm. There was some, do you watch Pastor Mike Todd? Yeah. Yeah. He did a like, 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I like, I'll be binge watching his sermons. Mm-hmm. And um, he has this, I think it's like, Here is Holy is like a series he has. Mm-hmm. And how it really talks about how we're always like um, looking towards the future. Like when I get there, or when, but you need to realize that you'll never be there. You'll always be here. And mm-hmm. here is kind of where you need to be. So, um, like, okay. yeah. So okay. like really to appreciate where you are right now really to know that god is putting you where you are for a reason and to be obedient to his instructions in the now so you can get to there right because you'll always be here that's good so yeah that's living in a moment is like the biggest thing i'm learning right now okay that's number two that it do i do one yeah you did one one was the great the gratitude yeah. Number so number two is to really live in a now. Yeah. Like I think I spent like sometimes I spent a period of my life where time was passing <clears> me by <throat> because I was so focused on when I was going to get somewhere instead of really just appreciating what I have now. So, yeah, that'll be the two. Three is learn to listen, especially to people that may know more than you. <laughs> Like learn to listen. Like for me, I feel like sometimes I always want to have the answers and stuff. But so you can really learn a lot from people if you listen to them more. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that? Three. So four, I would say um, accountability. So learn to hold yourself accountable in situations, um, especially when it comes to relationships. That's a relationship tip. Mm-hmm. You can't always be right in a relationship. So if you want it to work, learn to hold yourself accountable. And what does holding yourself accountable look like? Um, Or, like, what does that sound like? What is the phrase you would use if I was holding myself accountable in a situation? um, So, in my relationship, like, if my man points out, like, something is wrong or Mm -hmm. I've hurt him in some way, that's where the listening comes in because learning to listen, I really need to understand what he's saying. Mm -hmm. But then really looking, putting myself in his shoes and, like, you know what? I can see how you feel that way. I'm sorry. Like, Mm -hmm. a simple I'm sorry can go a long way because sometimes what I learned, like, in the beginning of our relationship was that sometimes he didn't feel heard. Mm -hmm. So if sometimes a man just wants to feel heard Mm -hmm. and, um, him knowing that I'm understanding his point of view and where he's coming from, I think did wonders for our communication on both sides. So yeah, yeah so yeah, simple. Like I'm it. sorry, doesn't hurt. Yeah. Um, also, so number four. I mean, excuse <coughs> me, five. five yeah. The last one is uh, it's okay to agree to disagree. I went on a podcast last week and like the guy didn't like the guys didn't like the agree to disagree thing, but I feel like. When it comes to relationships, you can't always be right. And sometimes mm-hmm. you both are just going to have, you have two different backgrounds. You come from two different places and sometimes you just aren't going to agree. See so it's a, yeah. So it's depending on what it is. Like if it's a non-negotiable, that's another thing. Know your non-negotiables in relationships. Okay. Know your non-negotiables in relationships. But if it's something that's not that big of a deal, agree to disagree. It's mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> Yeah, and I had to learn that even even with like my friendships and relationships, everything. Yeah, just agree to disagree. Like, okay, we don't agree, and that's okay. Yeah, let's, let's find a middle ground. Let's compromise. Let's see what we can do to you know make the best of the situation. But it's okay that we have two different point of views, right? How do you what, what what do you say about arguing? Like, I know some people are on the fence when it comes to arguing. Like, every every couple argues, everyone argues. Like me personally, I feel like there's a healthier way to communicate. We don't mm-hmm. have to raise our voices. We can disagree without arguing, right? 
Um, no, I'm not gonna lie. I'm getting better because <laughs> honesty is key. Yeah, you should know yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm getting better when it comes to because I know in the Bible it talks about um, a nagging wife is annoying. I don't, I didn't, y'all don't know that it says that a nagging wife is annoying. So I it, said that. yeah, it does. Oh my gosh, God always brings me back to that because. <laughs> Um, so even though, yeah, your spouse may be doing something wrong or the person you're with may be doing something wrong, um, it doesn't – you have to think of creative ways to kind of come to a better solution instead of being on their case. So when mm-hmm. I say arguing, I think that's what I'm working on is, yeah, picking and choosing my battles, I think that's like yes. – I, I have to learn that, like how to pick and choose my battles because yes. not everything needs to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I think everybody can learn that. Pick and choose your battles everywhere. Oh, yes. Everything doesn't have to be an argument. Everything doesn't have to be said. Yeah, but girl, these guys, like, they <laughs> <laughs> But, um, this is a, someone asked me this question, and <clears throat> I didn't really come up with the answer until I was, like, a lot older. But how do you know when you hear God's voice? Like, what was the first moment where you was like, that's God? So what I learned about God is he'll give you confirmation. So mm-hmm. he'll tell you more than once. So mm-hmm. I get confir- I actually did a series, I think, on this on my TikTok too. But um, you can he'll talk to you in your dreams. He'll mm-hmm. pro- have prophets confirm it. Sometimes God can talk to you through other people. Mm-hmm. So it's like you might have been thinking to do something, like you put it in your spirit to do it, and mm-hmm. then your mom tells you to do it or your friend or your boyfriend, whatever the case may be. And like, I was just meaning to do that. Um Praying on it, asking God for confirmation, like he'll, if you ask, he'll respond. Just give him time and listen for his response. Sometimes we do what we want to do right. without waiting for him to answer. But yeah. Yeah, I agree. My, my, I don't know what my first experience hearing God's voice was. I feel like I always like, he was mm-hmm. just always around. But I know like my answer when I came to the answer was basically just like my sheep know my voice. Right. And so <clears throat> like certain things people say a bunch of things to me all the time but some things just really resonate with me like some things yeah. sit in my spirit and so that's when i that's how i know that it's god's voice right and like you said it's confirmation i receive it a lot of times or in different forms mm-hmm. um but yeah our last question before we close um what's the highlight of your model modeling career the highlight of my modeling career yeah. like what was your biggest accomplishment you would say as a model um I think my biggest accomplishment was, hmm, I, New York Fashion Week, I guess, so far, because the story mm-hmm. continues, is Period. my biggest accomplishment. Mm-hmm. But my first New York Fashion Week, I got to meet Miss um, J. Alexander. So that was really cool. Okay. Yeah, that was really dope. Yeah. For him just to be able to like be on the sidelines while I'm walking and stuff, mm-hmm. like that's real cool. Definitely puts you in a position. Definitely. Well, yeah. that's, that's the... <laughs> into that um so as we're closing out i just want to say thank you for coming on the show we really appreciate you and it was definitely great talking to you if you want to drop your socials again you can okay well thanks for having me um you can follow me on tiktok and instagram at tiana elise t-y-a-n-n-a-e-l-l-i-s-s-e also i'm having a bible study um november 15th it's called proverbs 31 so if you want to learn the characteristics of a proverbs 31 woman um, follow She's me. She's your girl. <laughs> Go to her. I'll be there. What day is it again? It's on the 15th. I'll be there. I made sure I'll be there. Yay. All right. Well, follow us on all streaming platforms, Saved and Such. That's S A V E D N Such Podcast. And it's Marie signing out. <laughs> <laughs>